Happy Wednesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. Sticking with this theme of player-by-player -player accountability, grades, looking at everything, we're going to talk about the Arizona defensive side of the ball coming up next on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now. Let's talk a little bit on the Arizona defensive side of the ball, because keep in mind, that was a little bit of an issue for Arizona, to put it mildly, this past year. And, um, you know, all right. So, defensive line. Where are we at with the defensive line? And I would say the first thing that we need to know, that we need to talk about, is you're losing Hunter Eccles and Jalen Harris at that uh, those two end positions. Uh, Hunter Eccles, to me, was a little bit better player than Jalen Harris. He was actually, I thought, pretty good. You also lose Keon Bars and you lose Paris Shand. But I'm also very, very excited to see what these young what these young linemen can do. Prefer, or, uh, especially. Deuce Davis at that defensive end position. Now, again, as many of you know, Deuce Davis is about six foot, six foot three, 210 pounds, something like that. But he played last year just based off, you know, raw instinct and being quick twitch, being able to get uh, after the quarterback. He's going to need to be able to do a little, uh, he's going to have to bulk up this offseason, obviously. Um, you look at his dad, his dad is one of the largest people that I've ever been around. Um, he's not built at all like his dad. So his dad obviously played defensive tackle in the NFL for quite a while. Second round pick out of North Carolina. Deuce is a defensive end. Um, we'll find out what happens with him, but I do believe that he's going to be Arizona's best pass rusher this year. Now on the other side, um, I'm curious to see how this does all uh, play out because you could go with the Sterling Lane. You could go with more of a traditional, just, you know, another defensive tackle. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen there, but let's just say for a case that uh, Sterling Lane is the other guy that's off the edge. Granted, it's a little bit different of alignment. I totally get that. Um, I always thought Lane was a linebacker. Um, if they're going to try to use him as a, uh, as a pass rusher, Okay. I mean, I guess I could, uh, I guess I could see that, but I mean, the coaches know more than I do on that one. So take it for what it's worth. I have questions about that position right there, but there certainly is talent. Um, there certainly is, uh, there certainly is talent there. So again, take that for what I'm saying with a grain of salt at the D tackle position though. I'm really, I'm really excited though, because you've got Jacob Kangaika, you've got uh, Tai Tai Uyago Lele. Both of those guys were very, very uh, savvy pickups by Jed fish and company. Um, both of them uh, very underrated. You look at them and they are massive individuals. They played very well at the end of last season. Um, I believe that they were both going to start regardless of whether bars and Shan came back. That's just a guess, but I expect for big things from them. And then at the tackle, or you know, at the other uh, parts of the uh, defensive line, you've got a Tyler Manoa kid out of UCLA. You're bringing back a Tia Savea, another kid out of UCLA, who also blocked a kick later on in the season. And then don't forget, big Bill Norton, great name, Bill Norton, um, defensive lineman out of Georgia. Yeah, a lot of people say, well, he didn't play at Georgia. I don't care. 
Georgia's put like nine defensive linemen in the NFL the last two or three years, just because he's not uh, just because he might not be Georgia good. Doesn't mean that he's not U of A good. Um, at that, uh, but at the defensive tackle position, I'm uh, again, I've got some concerns, especially at that pass rusher spot. But overall, I'm fairly, uh, I feel fairly good about it, especially another year in the strength and conditioning program. I think there's some real possibilities right there for Arizona to uh, um, to see uh, greater gains. I'll put it to you like that. All right, now let's get to the linebacker spot. It starts and ends with Jacob Manu, as it should. Anybody that watched Jacob Manu last year knows that he's a tackling machine. It will be fascinating to see where he is, where he is, uh, you know, with teams actually uh, scheming on him. That's always a different. Uh, that's always a different uh, philosophy because, again, you know that. Uh, you know that the team's coming at him. He's not the biggest dude in the world, but he also made a lot of plays, uh, made a lot of tackles, a lot of behind the uh, line of scrimmage plays. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, lining up next to him will be Justin Flo, the former mega star linebacker out of Oregon, uh, highest rated uh, player out of high school to ever sign with Arizona. Granted, he didn't sign with Arizona, but he came over here. Um Next to Jacob Manu, I expect him to be an absolute problem. I really do. I like both those guys at that linebacker spot. And then at the rest of the linebacker spot, you got Jerry Roberts. You've also got a um, – uh, you could possibly have a Leviticus Sua. Hint, hint, hint right there. So if that's kind of your four linebacking core right there, along with a Deuce, uh, um, a Deuce Lane kind of coming in and out, I can see that one working out and I can see that one working out pretty well. Um, but again, I like what I like where Arizona's at at the linebacking core. I really do. I think they did a good job. Um, I, well, I've got some questions on the D line. I don't have a ton of questions at that linebacker spot. And I think that's, uh, that's certainly something that is uh, different from years past. Now, if uh, I wanted to bet on the linebacker spot, Probably can't find an actual bet for that, but if there was a place where you could bet, it would be the Bet Online Sportsbook. Check it out, Bet Online Sportsbook. The great thing about Bet Online Sportsbook is it's easy to navigate. You go on there and you're able to find uh, you're able to find in-game bets, out-of-game bets, you name it, they got it. Bet Online Sportsbook um, again, easy to navigate, and they have all kinds of unique bets. A lot of times, a lot of times you go in there. And you don't have a lot of uh, a lot of different options. Bet online sportsbook is where it's at right there. By the way, um, so again, check it out. Find all the latest odds, news, and scores. You name it, they got it. The Bet Online Sportsbook. Check it out. All right, we're gonna take a quick break right here. We're gonna get back and we're gonna talk with the, about the defensive backs. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, defensive backs. I'm very, I'm very bullish on. Yes, you lost Christian Roland Wallace, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that that's not a loss because that is a loss. But I really am a big fan of Ephesians Prysock. I also think too with the Takario Davis, both about six foot two, six foot three, kind of those bigger corners, along with Trade and Stukes at that defensive. Uh, you know, at those. Uh, um, those corner positions, you bring in somebody as well. You've got a couple different players that you could see. Also, you've got a couple different players that you could see actually contributing at that position as well. Um, yes, you don't ever want to lose a Christian Roland Wallace, 
but I'm also a big fan of what he is, uh, of the talent and the depth that Jed Fish has been able to accumulate on that side. So again, I'm pretty, again, I'd give it about a B, something like that. Um, I feel fairly good about it. You obviously wish that you had Roland Wallace back. Now, at the safety positions, this was kind of a mess last year for Arizona. Um, I think Jackson Turner, without question, was your best safety. He has entered the transfer portal, but the other guys, to me, kind of addition by subtraction. You know, every year we heard about how good Christian Young was. Christian Young just wasn't very good. He didn't have the instincts to play football. Um, great kid by all accounts, just really wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't good enough to be able to play at this kind of level. So, again, he he's out. Um, you got Gunnar Maldonado back at one of the other positions. Um, Gunnar actually played better towards the end of the year after really struggling. Um, so you got to figure that he might play there. But the one guy to really watch, I think, is Genesis Smith. You could have possibly on defense a Leviticus and a Genesis. How cool is that? All right. But at Genesis Smith, kid out of Chandler, um, another big safety, six foot two, 205, 210 pounds, um, looks the part, ready to come in and play immediately. Um, I would believe that he's going to be given every single opportunity to win that uh, win that safety spot. And I think that once he is in that lineup, whenever that does occur, he's probably not looking back. So Genesis Smith, I think that he at that safety spot is somebody that people really need to keep a very close eye on because this coaching staff has shown that they have the ability to evaluate players and evaluate guys that are a little bit under the radar. And I think that will fit right in there with Genesis Smith. All right, let's take a quick break and we're going to talk about the special teams and we're going to sign off. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk a little special teams for the longest time. This was a little bugaboo for Arizona, but it shouldn't be anymore. First of all, the kicking and the punting game and the kicking game were both solid this year. I like Tyler Loop. Um, I'm cool with any any field goal kicker that I know that is generally good from 45 in. I'm not looking to replace, especially when we've seen guys like Zendejas running around here kicking extra points into the lineman's butt. We don't want any more of that. We want guys that can make their field goals, and Tyler Loop has shown that he can do that. Also at the punting position, obviously covered as well right there. I like both of those guys. And then I think at the kick return position, I'd like to see Speedy Luke, fam, be able to get a little bit more uh, run around because he, uh, you know, he came in as a highly rated kid about, you know, track star, a speed merchant, and, um, you know, wasn't really put in that position. Last year, Arizona essentially just kind of took the, uh, you know, took the fair catch. I don't want to see that anymore. Don't want to see the fair catch. I want to see it. Well, I mean, you're going to see it, but I don't want to see it where it doesn't need to be. I'd love to see Speedy Luke get some of those, maybe Kevin Green, who knows, but there are some real options there as well. All right, a little bit of a shorter show for you today, but as always, you have a great rest of your day. I'm your host, Mike Luke, and you have been listening to Locked on Wildcats.